Show. And today is a Q&A Weekends episode where we answer your question right here on the show. If you have a question you want to ask us, just email us at contact at 100mba.net. Or you can send me a tweet on Twitter. My handle is bizrepublic, B-I-Z Republic. As always, I'm your host, your coach, your teacher, Omar Zenholm. I'm also the co-founder of The $100 MBA, a complete business training and community online. If you're looking to build a business, know the fundamentals of business, having a great foundation so you know how to be great at business, then check out The $100 MBA over at 100mba.net. We have over 180 video lessons, interviews with experts, a great community forum and Facebook group, workbooks, a whole lot more. And if you want to get a taste of the $100 MBA before you jump in, check out our free course on idea validation. It's one of our most popular courses inside the $100 MBA, and it's yours for free at 100mba.net slash free hyphen course. Today's question comes from Jeff, and Jeff asks, how do you get your sponsors? When I'm asked to speak about podcasting at events in our space, it's probably the number one question I'm asked, because everybody would like to monetize whatever content they're doing whether that's a podcast or a video show or even a in-person live event. So my particular experience is with podcasting. So I'm going to share today how we get our sponsors on the show. And I'm going to share with you not only the strategies, but the reality of how to secure sponsors, what it takes. I get into all of that in today's lesson. So let's get down to business. Today's episode of the $100 MBA show is sponsored by Braintree. Looking to set up payments for your business? Braintree gives your app or your website a payment solution that accepts just about every payment method with one simple integration. Plus, they'll give you your first $50,000 in transactions completely fee-free. That's incredible. To learn more, visit braintreepayments.com slash MBA. Again, that's braintreepayments.com slash MBA. If you're a listener to the show, you know that I'm a straight shooter. I'm going to give it to you like it is. And in today's episode, I'm going to do just that when it comes to securing sponsorships for a podcast. Sponsorships have become an attractive revenue stream for many podcasters. That's because podcasting is growing. A lot of people are moving from radio to podcasting for that reason. There's ad money there. And I know a lot of podcasters out there publish how much money they make every month through a monthly income report. And some of them are making up to 30,000 and more in sponsorship revenue a month. How is that even possible? What's going on? And how do you secure these sponsors? So I did my own study on how many podcasts on iTunes have sponsors. I looked at every category from comedy to spirituality, and I found that the percentage of podcasts securing sponsors is actually quite small. Only about 3% of podcasts have regular sponsorships on their show. 3%. Now, I don't say this to discourage you, but I want to make sure that I illustrate two important points. Number one, as a podcaster, as a podcast show, just like any asset that you have that you can leverage with sponsorships, whether that's a live event that's a packed house or even a video show on YouTube, you have to qualify for sponsorships. Now, there's no formal qualification process, but think about it. If you're a sponsor, if you're a company, a business, you might be a sponsor on a show. Don't you want to get the most out of your advertising dollar? Sponsors want shows they know will convert, that will get them a ROI on their investment. So if they're spending $5,000 on sponsorship spots on a podcast, they want to make sure that they make that money and more, meaning that your spots and the exposure they have on your show will eventually convert into sales and customers. Now, not every podcast out there is going to do that for them. 
So just keep that in mind. Put yourself in the shoes of the sponsor. Are you able to convert for them? Are you able to give them the exposure that they need in order to convert? Number two, podcast sponsorships are still young. I would say the sponsorships on podcasts are a little younger even than YouTube because YouTube has this native advertising as well as you can have advertising inside your show just like any other show. So companies and brands are just getting started. The ball's just starting to roll. And more and more companies are looking to podcasts to spend their marketing dollars. So just keep that in mind as you're starting out in this road of securing sponsorships for your podcast. So I'm going to give you a few steps when it comes to securing sponsorships for your podcast. And this is what we do on The Hunter MBA Show. Step one for us was creating a show worth sponsoring. Many people don't know that Nicole and I worked full-time on The $100 MBA Show for two full months before it was even launched. That means we didn't do anything else in our business. We didn't take any more clients. And in fact, we only took like two days off during those two months. So we worked solid for two months on building a great show. Now, for those who really know us, The $100 MBA Show isn't our first podcast. We had a podcast beforehand that wasn't that successful, and we learned a lot of hard lessons about it. And that's why we dedicated those two months, all that time, to creating a great show and making sure we launch properly. And we knew that we can forget about sponsorships down the road. We can forget about all that stuff if we don't have a successful podcast in our hands. That's what's important, the value of your content that you offer your audience. If you have great stuff, your audience will resonate with it, and your show will grow. So take the production of your show seriously. All right, step two, focus on the craft. Focus on creating a great show with high production value, consistently improving. Focus on providing more value than what your audience is expecting, what they're used to in your genre, in your niche. And just focus on building your listenership, getting more and more downloads per episode. Because sponsors will notice you when you start rising in the ranks in iTunes. And Nicole and I weren't focused on getting sponsorships at the start of building the Hunter MBA show. In fact, we didn't have a single sponsor on our show for the first 80 episodes. I mean, 80 episodes is more than what the average lifespan of any podcast out there. So we really went hard on building a great audience. And then we were approached by sponsors. But you might be asking, how many downloads do I really need in order to start getting noticed? Well, there is no real number because it's all relative to how well you're doing in your category. It also depends on how well you resonate with your audience. You can have 3,000 downloads a month, but your audience absolutely loves you and hangs on every word. And therefore, your conversion rates on an ad are going to be much higher than maybe a show that has 6,000 downloads. And I know people that secure sponsorships with less than 3,000. But in my experience, I would just focus on the craft. Once you start hitting three, four, five thousand 5,000 downloads an episode, you can start considering getting some sponsors on your show to help you pay for the expenses of the show. Because if you have a high production value and you're working and putting so much time into the show, you need to be compensated for that. That costs money. Step three, securing sponsorships. So there's two ways you can secure sponsorships. I mean, there's other ways as well, but these are the two major ways. One, you can go out and you can approach sponsors or sponsors approach you and you can work directly with the sponsor. We've done this before in the past and we still do. Now, this is a little bit extra work for you because you got to negotiate a rate. You have to go in back and forth and negotiate the read, the actual words that you say on the mic. You got to invoice them. You have to give them receipts. You have to follow up with them and let them know like how well did the show do and how many downloads did their episode get. So there's a lot more legwork when you're working directly with the sponsor. But you probably will secure more dollars if you work directly with the sponsor. You have a higher chance of securing more dollars, I should say. The other option is working with an agent a sponsorship agent who takes care of all of that for you. They provide you the reads straight from the actual sponsor. 
they secure the spots for you and they get a commission. Now that percentage commission is negotiable and it's different for every different agent. We use Midroll, which is our agent, and we absolutely love them. They secure most of our sponsorship spots and we highly recommend them. And what we love about them is that they will not secure sponsors that don't fit with your show. You actually get to choose which sponsors you want to work with and which ones you don't. So depending what's on your plate, if you're busy running your business and you don't have time to negotiate deals with sponsors, then maybe having an agent is a good idea. But if you do have the time to negotiate it and maybe you want to kind of just try it out, and I actually recommend that you do negotiate a couple deals with sponsors just so you know the actual procedure and then get your feet wet, then go ahead and you can approach sponsors directly. Which sponsors do you reach out to? Take a look at your favorite podcasts that have sponsorships on them and reach out to those sponsors because you know they're already investing dollars in podcasting and uh, they would be interested in sponsoring another show. Guys, I got a couple more tips when it comes to securing sponsorships for your podcast. But before that, I got to give love to today's sponsor, HostGator. When it comes to your website, you do not want to mess around. You want to go to the pros. And for us, that's HostGator. We use HostGator for the $100 MBA. We use HostGator for Webinar Ninja. And we love hosting our sites with HostGator because they're reliable and their customer support is amazing. You can reach out to somebody 24-7 with their live support via chat, phone, or email. And if you're just getting started, HostGator has plans just for you that won't break the bank. And in fact, they're hooking up every listener of the $100 MBA show with a 25% off discount. Just go to HostGator.com and use promo code OMARHOOKUP to save 25% off right now. Go to HostGator.com, use promo code OMARHOOKUP. Getting sponsors to sign on the dotted line is actually not the hardest part of securing sponsorships. It's actually keeping them. And the best way to keep them is to over-deliver. Make sure you really nail your reads, your sponsorship reads, or the way you represent the company. Over-deliver and exposure. So say, for example, you get 10,000 plays an episode, charge them for only seven. So they get 10,000 for the price of seven. You want them to re-sign with you. Having a long-term relationship with sponsors is a good thing because you don't want to redo the work with new sponsors all the time. And when you build a relationship with a sponsor, you're more credible. You become an authority, you become a spokesperson for that sponsor. Remember that sponsorships is just like any other relationship. It's a two-way street. You got to provide for your sponsors so they can provide for you. There's one last thing I want to mention before I close off today's lesson. The content of your show, the content of whatever you're doing and you're securing sponsorships for is most important. That's your top priority. Understand that when you take on sponsorships, this principle will be challenged. Your job as the producer of this content is to make sure the sponsorship reads do not affect or contradict your show's value. This is where the pros shine. You know, one of my favorite podcasts to listen to is Mark Maron's WTF. And it's not because he's a great host or the show's wonderful. It is. It's actually a really good show. But I actually listen because he's fantastic at sponsorship reads. To me, he's a master. And actually, his sponsorship reads add value to the show. They're fun. So don't forget what matters most is the quality of the overall show. Guys, if you want to learn more about sponsorships or securing sponsors for a podcast in particular, I wrote a full-length blog post about it and even give you our own sponsorship guide that we give sponsors so they know how to secure sponsorships with us. And we'll put it into today's show notes and you can check that out at 100mba.net slash mba434. All right, guys, that wraps up today's lesson. If you have two minutes after this show, do me a solid and leave us an iTunes rating and review. Even if you just write a one-line review, it makes a huge difference for us and the show. It helps other people learn more about the show. It helps us get more exposure on iTunes. And it's the biggest compliment you can ever give us. 
So if you're on your iPhone, you can just click on the cover art. There's a link that says, give us a rating and review. Just click on that link and the rest is a piece of cake. That link is also available on your computer. If you go to 100mba.net slash show, there's a link that says, give us a rating and review. Click on that link and give us a review. We really, really would appreciate it. Thank you in advance. And if you've already given us a review, thank you. We really appreciate it. And everybody who leaves us an iTunes rating and review enters our weekly random draw to win a lifetime membership to the $100 MBA training and community. All right, guys, that wraps up today's lesson. But I want to leave you with this. The best advice I can give you and the advice I try to follow with the $100 MBA show is just focus on the craft. Focus on becoming the best podcaster, the best host, the best whatever you do when you're securing sponsors. I'm talking about not only the content of what you deliver, but the way you deliver it, your performance. And when I say performance, I'm not talking about acting or dancing. I'm talking about how you perform. Are you performing well on your show? Is it an enjoyable experience for your audience? Are you taking the time to plan and research so your show suits your audience perfectly? Every time I get on the mic, every time I get on the computer and work on the $100 MBA show, I'm keeping this in mind. I'm trying to up my game constantly. And I know if I just focus on that, everything else will follow. The business will follow. The sponsorships will follow. Because you simply can't ignore good work. All right, guys, I hope that helps. And I hope to see you in tomorrow's episode, another Q&A weekend, where we answer the question, my business is doing well, but I don't feel fulfilled. What do I do? We get into it tomorrow. I'll see you then, guys. Take care. Take care.